Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Me and Fab went out clubbing in Barcelona and I swear to God we were in the same club. As a couple. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we're not going to We can believe that. We can believe it. We can believe it. We've some fucking here, yeah. right? Hello, and welcome back to the Pink Dog Podcast! Make some noise! Round and round wild! Oh, my God, Jake, we are back from another epic adventure to Barcelona. That was insane. We're finally back in our home, in our flat. It is cool. Like, I like going away, but it's nice to be home. Yeah, it's lovely to be home. As you heard on Sunday's episode, we felt a bit poorly then. We feel a bit poorly now. We've both got like this awful Not cold. COVID, Not COVID, though. Not COVID. We've done our tests. We did our tests, went to the pharmacy, grabbed the test, did the thing. And we're in the clear. We're in the clear. It is negative. Wow. What a, what a weekend that we have to recap on. We did a little bit of it on Sunday, but I know that you put a question on Pit Stop, our Instagram account, to ask people to ask us questions yeah, about so the weekend. Yeah, so I've got like 15, 20 questions that we'll get to later on in the episode where you guys have asked us things you want to know about our trip, what it was like for us. And we're basically going to just recap the whole weekend and then we're going to give you our predictions and look ahead of Monaco Grand Prix. Well, yeah, I was about to say, it's, we've had the most epic of weekends and now we've got another weekend coming up. We're not going before anyone no. gets excited. Yeah. Although we did say that yeah, last time. we did time. say that last time when we were going. But They're not even going to believe us. I, I, I can say we're definitely not going now. We genuinely could not afford it. One can of coke nah. is like 50 quid, so I don't think we're going to Monaco. Not happening. But we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's, why don't we recap on our weekend a little bit more? Yeah, all right then. Let's elaborate. Okay. Give us, why don't you give us some of the questions that the fans have asked no, us? No, no, go through your things that you wrote down first. All right. Well, I wanted to talk about Alonso first, okay. my friend. Because you can tell me, because <laughs> you know the stats better than me. Where yeah, did he finish? Where did he finish? Um, I believe Alonso this weekend finished <laughs> seventh. But and he started. That needs to be treble checked. So I'm just going to quickly treble check that now. Well, I can tell you he started last. Did he? Yes. Oh, why did he start last? Uh, I think he changed his engine. Okay. Let me have a look where he finished. So he got the grid penalty. Well, in the race... Alonso finished ninth, so he didn't come seventh. I was wrong, and he started last. That's very impressive for Alonso. That's very impressive. And we've literally just watched him on TV saying that if he, he you you said he was going to retire, didn't he? And there's that interview with him. That's it. My whole philosophy has been the guy's like done. He's won a world championship. He's mm. done. He's done bits. Yeah. He is the goat. 
as far as I'm concerned. The goat for you changes every week. No, it's always been Alonso or, or Schumacher. So if you put Alonso in, well, the Red Bull because it's the quickest car on the grid, does he win world championship? Well, it's interesting you say that because so I was under the impression that maybe he'll retire next year or the year after. I don't know about you. What were, what were your thoughts on that? Where I thought you... he'd retire at the end of this year, but after watching that specific interview, I feel like he just wants to keep going and uh, you're not going to get rid of him until someone doesn't want him in their seat. It's one of the best things I think I've heard all, all, all week. Great news, eh? All week. His contract with Alpine runs out end of this year, so he's going to have to go somewhere. Mercedes. Can you imagine? Fernando Alonso to Mercedes. Can you imagine Alonso, George Russell? I think that would be a fucking good team, mate. <laughs> yeah. It would be like pretty bold for a Mercedes though, wouldn't it? It would be bold for Mercedes, but I think... I don't think that's going to happen. I think if they didn't have their troubles at the start of this year, mm. and they were on fire again, yeah. looking like an eighth championship. Yeah. Or ninth. I don't know what it would be. It's eighth, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then, and Lewis did leave. Then they, they could be like, fuck it, why not? We're on top. We've got nothing to lose. No, it'd be their 10th, I think, and get nine constructors. I thought they had eight constructors. I don't know. And, and Lewis Hamilton's got seven, seven. I think it's nine, but it might be eight. Yeah, anyway, carry on. <laughs> anyway, if Lewis was to leave, not saying that he will, but if he was to leave at the end of this year and Mercedes are on top, which could still happen, yeah. then I think they could take a punt. The thing is, after that weekend, this weekend we were just there, I think Mercedes were insane. Well, that's that was going to be my like, second I, my second I, I, talking point. I think point. Hamilton has just shown that he's ready with that car. Let's go. Let's go there in a minute. But I want to just do you I see? I just don't see it happening. No. Where would you see him? I don't think he'll go anywhere else. Um, I really don't. I think Alpine's at the end of the line for Alonso. But I, it runs out. Runs out this year. And if, know, they, don't, if they don't renew it. But at that point, I don't think anyone else would take him. I think they're more likely to bring in a really good, like, young driver just for the just for the sport. But do like, you not think that after this, uh, who else is in the Alpine? Ocon. And he's doing okay. Yeah. They're I would, both doing okay. They're I both sharing yeah. points well. I wouldn't say that Ocon is doing far better than Alonso. No, they're both switching positions on the grid every week. They mm. both have they're both doing well, but they're doing way better than they expected. And Ocon to do. is a young, prosperous driver. Yeah. I would say. Alonso's the old goat and he's keeping up the old bull. Yeah, because he's a world champion, man. There you he's, go. He's still one of the best drivers on the grid. There you go. So put him in a fast car. Maybe Where, and maybe he'll win a championship. Where? Red Bull. <laughs> For God's sake. Get rid of Checo. You really think you put Alonso, the quickest car on the grid, he's not going to fight Verstappen? No, because he doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's what you want to see? Yeah. Because Checo's not allowed to fly, fight Verstappen. No, but do you know who would? Alonso. The fucking wizard <laughs> on the grid. Fab's doing it now, putting it out into the press. I'm putting it out Get there. Get Alonso to Red Bull. But going back to, what were you saying about Mercedes? Well, I think Mercedes shown this weekend that they're back big time. Like, Russell has been there the whole time. He's the only driver out of every race so far to come in the top five. Which I saw a graphic about it. an unbelievable stat. Every single race, it was like three, four, five, four, yeah. three, four. Russell's right there in the championship. He really is. If Russell went and got one win, and I don't know, the other two DNF'd above him, he'd only be like 20 points behind. He's, he's had a great start to the season. Like You cannot write off Russell in anything to go in a new car. And um, I was speaking to someone. I met a random person. in uh, His name was Luca. And I was speaking to him at the bar about Swedish this. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. gave me a really good insight on it. And he said, like, Ham, um, Russell was able to adapt to the Williams. He was in such a bad car for a while. And he didn't complain. Like, he was learning the car. He, he, his mission every week was to get better with this car. And he wanted to do that. 
So he's gone to Mercedes and he's still got that same mindset. I want to learn, I want to mm-hmm. adapt, I want to get better with the car. So he's probably learning with the car quicker and able to adapt quicker. Whereas Hamilton has always been given exactly what he needed and he right probably in front of him. doesn't need to fight the car as much, right? Exactly. Because it's a better car. But Hamilton hasn't been given what he's always wanted this year because it's a completely new regulation. But because George Russell was young, adaptive, was at Williams for so long, he stepped into the William, into the new Mercedes car and been able to adapt quicker. And I think that's all it is as an adaption time. This car is completely different to last year. 100%. However, I mean, having said that, though, Lewis Hamilton, what a performance. Oh, yeah, back of the grid at the what? beginning when he was saying he was out. He was saying he was going to go. What a performance. He said we should save the engine. He was going to just DNF and they said, no, stay out. And then he, ab- he absolutely batters it. Finishes uh, like fifth. Mate, fifth. I honestly think that that was the most exciting race of the season for a, a few reasons. We had a few crashes. We had, a, we had, you know, some chaos going on. We had the amazing battle between George and Verstappen. We had Lewis Hamilton coming out of nowhere. Mercedes really bringing their car up the fucking mm. pecking order. Do you know what I mean? It definitely was one of the best races this season. So, so now, so what happens in Monaco? Well, I've got predictions about Monaco, but I think we should say whilst we're still on the topic of Barcelona, mm. how mad the Checo and Verstappen issue is. Because they radioed Checo and said, if Max is faster, we're going to have to let him through when Verstappen come out on softs. The whole strategy is obviously for Checo to sit behind Verstappen and hold up third. Like, always is going to be that if they can get a one-two. But, one sec. <coughs> Got a bit of a cough at the moment, haven't we, Fabs? Sorry about that. Yeah. Checo wants to win a race. Red Bull radioed into Checo this weekend and said, if Max comes out faster, you're going to have to let him pass. Checo radioed back and said, that's unfair, but okay. Is che- Checo's uh, contract runs out at the end of the season. This is going to be a driver that might want to leave. He might not want to stay. Because, yeah, arguably it's the quickest car and he's got his best chance of winning. Mm. But he probably won't be able to win over Max. It's a bit of a Bottas and Hamilton situation, isn't it? His, yeah, but Checo doesn't want to do that. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm sure he was happy with it last season because he couldn't win it. But at the beginning of it, now he's aware he's got a car where he's right up there. Yeah, but where did he come last season? Third in the championship? Uh, no, I'm assuming Bottas probably came third. Fourth. Must then. have been fourth. The thing is, though, he's still up there in a Red Bull. If he moves to another team, he, he ain't going to get there. Yeah, but is he, I just didn't like the way apparently they promised him he'd get the position back and would win the race. Like, But where does he go? This is all, this this whole well, thing is crazy, expires. mate. This whole I, thing is crazy. Like, where should, where should team members go? Because it's like, do you stay in the fastest team and accept that position that they're putting you in? Or do you fucking have the freedom in another team which isn't as quick? Yeah, I love Perez and I would be happy with him staying at Red Bull, but I've just got a gut feeling he won't. And I think a lot of it will be his decision. Like, I think it won't even be the fact that he will go into a slower car. I just think he'll want to be able to actually race to win. Like, uh, he got his first in this race and he's had to give the position back because Max made a mistake. So what team Max went on to a different strategy. I don't know. But I just reckon he'll want to be in a team where he's, he's number one. But he might stay. Or he might drop completely out of F1. I have no idea how this is going to work, but his contract does expire in this He has season. been in the F1 longer than I th- first thought he would have been. Like, he's yeah. been around for a, for a while now. Yeah, but he's, at he's, the same time, like, he may be given the freedom to not be that second team team player on a different team, but if the car ain't as quick as the Red Bull, then he's never going to get a chance to win, really. He is, he is a great driver, but there's only, like, seconds between the top drivers anyway, isn't there? Like, maybe not even a whole second. Mm. I, I do wonder who else could step into the Red Bull and 
do a better job if not you know who yeah well you i know you want gasly no 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 oh you're gonna say alonso again yeah, of course I let's just am. get completely off that topic alonso is not gonna be a red bull driver I'm gonna, mm, i can't wait to clip this next year you motherfucker when he's in red bull <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> the barcelona grand prix was absolutely insane we had the best weekend ever we wanted to tell you all about it and the best way to do that was to like Put on Instagram, send us any questions you want to know. And I've got them all here. So we're Few just going to. questioners. Yeah, some of them are about Barcelona, some of them are just about Formula One in general. So we're just going to run through right. and um, have a bit of a chat. And then we'll give you our Monaco predictions. So sit back, relax, and this is everything we've got up to this weekend and us answering your questions from Pitstop. first question we got in is from Ollie, and it says, would you rather see Alonso or Mick Schumacher win a race? <laughs> after I've just said all of that to you, I'm sure we'd be going to say Alonso. Uh, one of us has an Alonso prediction, don't we? Is it me? You've got Alonso to be on the podium three times this season. Okay, and Mick Schumacher to win a race in a Ferrari. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the unlikely no, one. I'd like to see Alonso win for me. Okay, you're going Alonso? You? I'd go Schumacher. Nice. Because Alonso's won enough races. I just want Schumacher to get some yeah. points and I'll be happy, to be honest. Fair, that's fair enough. Plus, Schumacher's at the beginning of his... Well... Oh, we could, at, we, we could at, say it. He's at, he's at the beginning of something. It's either the beginning, and it is the beginning, or genuinely is the beginning of the end. As horrible as that sounds. How old is he? Twenty-four. I lo- I don't know. I think <sighs> he'll keep going. It's nah, difficult. It's in the blood. It's in the family. You reckon it's there? You reckon yeah. he can spike he, it? Yeah. I just think because that car's quick, like Magnussen didn't even race last year. It's come in and it's finishing higher. So it shows you how good the car is. Mm. But then back to football. Just once oh, more. No, we're not going back. No, to no, we are. Again. How many times have they brought players in who, like, for a team when it's been like sort of um, don't know, um, and then they actually perform really well? It does happen. Well, like it? making a transfer for a player where you pay barely anything, but they turn and out you, to be better than the best. Yeah, yeah, it happens yeah. all the time, mate. Because it's hard. A lot of the time, like, it's the same as what you say. The publicity and how big a person is can get to them, and it is all mental. It's all mental. Like, if a small footballer joins a club for a club, he'll be more, might be more motivated. Just so maybe performance in. maybe Haas get rid of him. Maybe the fucking Haas go bust and they have to leave it. Who knows what happens? But if Mick Schumacher was to go to a different team, eventually, maybe in a couple of years or something, that could be like the, the catalyst. Well, you want him there this year, Ferrari, for a big win. Could happen. Who I do. knows? I do. Lindsay has says, how did you get the hookup for Barcelona? Lindsay? It's not my sister, is it? I don't know. It let, might me see, be. let me see the name. Just uh, wrote it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, Barcelona, we got the hookup because we were invited by Ferrari and Santander, which was amazing. And we were really lucky to be invited by them because otherwise we definitely would never have been there. So we made some amazing content for Ferrari Santander, which was really cool. It but, was extra cool because they're my favourite team. So to work with them on our second race was, was I haven't really thought about it, but it was quite nice. Yeah, they are literally it's your favourite team. They would have been the one you would want to work with. We, we're supporting all the teams. Like, obviously, we don't have set fat like proper favorites who we want to win like we just want a good race but it was amazing to work with ferrari they're like one of the biggest ever so yeah that was pretty cool theo has said how long do you reckon it will be before you get an f1 driver or a team principal on the podcast uh this year easily this year easily that's this year. bold easy this year and there's reasons why because we both know that there's fucking there's little things pinging off here and there yeah, in the I'm background sat going, that's bold like i don't know anything going on in the background but just these random sort of haphazard situations that we find ourselves in i don't know whether like whether to go into it too much but like when you're on these trips and all right okay i'm gonna we'll go into it <laughs> okay. but we're not saying names yeah no no of course not okay okay me and fab went out clubbing in barcelona and i swear <laughs> to god we were in the same club as, as a couple 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> we can bleep that. We can bleep it. We can bleep it. We've them fucking. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll bleep both of those those guys. Yeah, we were in the club with two drivers, and there was loads of other people there. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Just the fact that we got like that close to them is ridiculous. Pretty mad because we didn't speak to them. They're in like a private area, but they were there. Yeah, I mean, one of them like kind of walked up to the. We were queuing to get in. One of them walked up to the door, and he's like waiting to get in like he obviously knew some people down there so he's just like waiting to get in and then there's like me and jake <laughs> right stood behind, stood behind and then like a couple of other friends that we had with us and someone else from the formula one again won't mention but yeah cool person and um we just fucking got let in straight away like straight behind <laughs> it pretty mad straight into the bar and 80 euros for two drinks yep. let's go and this was like a top club in uh yeah it was amazing in barcelona but yeah like because situations like that happen i reckon it will be sooner than we think it's just a matter of time really you can't you, the, you know when there's like a time when you you know when to just like reach out and be like yo hey we're pit stop and then yeah. other times when you just gotta leave them yeah we couldn't do it that's the most important thing but when thing, it's time it? we'll pounce trust me yeah the pit stop boys will pounce Werner said have you met any F1 drivers so what F1 drivers have we actually met like let's do let's do current and old so we've and spoke to Damon Hill so we've met and spoke to David Coulthard we've met and spoke to yep Christian Horner wasn't an F1 driver Mark so Webber yep met and spoke to Mark Webber Alex Alban Alex Alban met and spoke yep who else Jack Aitken, he, yeah, dro he, drove, an F1 he car. drove once. And obviously Ollie in F2. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Quite a lot, to be honest. For, it's not a bad start, eh? Let's revisit this list later down the line. Ledge. Rihanna said... When you, when you fucking put it like that, like, I'm actually, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, big old list, mate. It, it is ain't cool. bad, is it? You tend to just be a bit oblivious to it and be just like Until tunnel, you recap tunnel it vision. All together. But when you recap, it's pretty mad, actually. Yeah. Rihanna said, if you could spend a full weekend on the pit wall with any team, which team would you pick? Ooh, so you're sat there, <laughs> probably right Haas. Really? Yeah, with fucking Gunther just going mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. I'd like to see you on the pit wall with um, Gunther. I'd pick Red Bull all day long, just to sit next to Christian Horner and stare at him and just watch the brain tick. Although, having said that, I do. I look up to Toto Wolf quite a bit. I think he's a he's a boss. The so way he sits in the garage is quite. Yeah, cool. he doesn't sit on the pit wall, but to be sat next to him and just sort of watch him do his thing which probably isn't much apart from just what I mean what can he do really that would be cool but yeah Kieran has said what was the best moment that we've had from either Barcelona or Imola what's been your standout uh, what's been the one thing if someone said to you you've been going to the Grand Prix you'd say yeah and I did this Imola for me would just have to be getting in the paddock because it was the first time getting in the paddock yeah. we didn't have anything lined up which was ever going to look like we were going to get in it was just kind of a Again, a random, random stars aligning fate fucking thing yeah. that just happened. And we were, I just couldn't believe it. And then that's when Ted's notebook happened as well, when we were in the paddock. So yeah, it, it was like it was like emotional overload, wasn't it? That'd be the same for me. Like, Imola was... Barcelona was crazy because we got to go with a brand, which we'll talk about a bit later. But Imola was like... We'd always wanted to go to a race and we get we spend our own money to get there. Like, we wanted to be there so bad out of nowhere we get lucky enough to bloody be on ted's notebook lucky enough to be in the paddock like to work with sky and be on be on like sky's show and just be like a part of the formula one like doing what we want to do because ultimately we just want to have fun with the new fans and and like share the experience of what it's like going to races and being to be in the marlborough tower as well yeah that was incredible doing part of our podcast and you can fucking hear the cars zipping by that's so cool just to be able to get so stuck in was just amazing so Imola was like standout and probably just the whole the fact that we weren't expecting any of it and we were so <laughs> amazed by what was going on so yeah. yeah Imola would probably be the complete standout 
Amber said, if you could change one rule in Formula One, what would it be? Any rule? Uh, change one rule. That's a tough one to think off the top. Yeah. Um, go on, you go. I'll have to think. Uh, okay, for a let's make it. Let's do it. But you have to. It has to be absolutely ridiculous. So like, just just for fun, just to see what the race would be like. I'm gonna go for a reverse grid. <laughs> really? I've always felt like the thought of a reverse grid could be hilarious, right? Because it would actually even itself out. It would start off bad, obviously. Like, because if you finished the first race pole first, and that puts you twentieth, that you're a, you're bad from the beginning. But it would even itself out pretty easy. I think you'd have to just have like a sprint race and qualifying and you couldn't actually have qualifying. So it'd be your positions of finishing the sprint race. Yeah. And that way you'd all, every, it'd be evened out. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Mine would probably be um, no limiter in the pits. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Just fucking flying no down. Limit. Yeah, fuck it. That would be nuts, mate. There'd be serious problems. <laughs> it'd be dangerous, what eh? I wonder if it was ever like that. Or like, um, <laughs> or like no no yellow flag or no... So, so if it, like, You'd be flying around a corner and wouldn't realise there's no fucking way. debris on the track and then all of a sudden you're like, shit, trying to slalom in and out. Well, that, no, this is ridiculous. That'd be so dangerous. I would be. Um, I like your first one. To be fair, no <laughs> I don't know. That'd be pretty fucking be dangerous too. Yeah, it'd be very dangerous. But I wonder if it's ever a thing though. And then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Had to introduce a limit, or like on the uh, every time you go off that. So like, rather than have gravel, gravel traps is just water. So then the drivers really wouldn't fucking go over the curb, you know. If they knew that they were like on a bridge and it was just like water either That'd side. That'd be like a game of Mario Kart. Yeah, be turning into like the one they could start going over bananas and, and the little, and the little the fucking cloud comes out and picks you up, <laughs> and you get one of them rockets. Yeah, there's boxes on the track. Okay, we're getting we're getting. <laughs> they, should, they should have every racing driver should carry six banana skins <laughs> and just chuck them out their whip whenever they want. Let's see if he already does. <laughs> he throws him in front of his own car. <laughs> At the end of the decade, who do you think will have more world championships, Max or Leclerc? At the end of twenty thirty, there's oh, time. That's ridiculous. Just who do you think off the top of your head? It doesn't have to be right. Alonso. Well, it's going to be Max, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I would love it to be Leclerc. Don't mind if it's either of them. Wouldn't even mind if it was Russell. I mean, look how well Russell's doing. Russell might have more than both of them. Do you know what, though? I'm a big fan of conspiracy theories, right? And, you know, given Ferrari has always just been a car manufacturer and a team, and that's all they are, I think they're genuine. They're like organic. It's like organic soil. They're like... That's what they do. It's what they've always done. They ain't trying to fuck around, play the game, do anything like that. But then you get a team like Red Bull who has a background in like extreme sports, has a background in doing other shit, monster trucks, dirt bike events, everything like that, where there's just like, it's a bit... And F1 is so by the book, but like who's to say that maybe in a couple of years, like five years, it comes out, Red Bull were doing something with their car. <laughs> that is a ridiculous no, thing to ain't. say. Of course they're not. It is not a ridiculous thing to say. What do you think they could possibly what do you think Red well, Bull? Well we've could seen be doing? we've seen the Aston Martins been copying the Red Bull car all year and no one even noticed it until now. So what do you reckon they could possibly be doing? Mate, 
Nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide. A, no, seriously, a small blend of nitrous oxide. Maybe in a compartment of the car which doesn't get inspected <laughs> and it injects into the engine, just gives it that, that speed. I mean, it's an interesting thought, but. But I can think, you imagine, though? I think Red Bull have just done a very good job and got two very good drivers. Imagine if it come out. But in, if that like did come out, time. it'd be even funnier if it come out and it was like one of the teams really bad on the grid have been using nitrous oxide. That'd be genius. <laughs> Chris has said, was it loud in the garage? When uh, we were lucky enough to go down to like the pit area for a little bit just to look at the cars. And yeah, it was like loud because they were just practicing pits. And my God, yeah, it was loud. And that was just the cars not even turned on, like rolling in and doing pits. And well, the wheel loud. guns, mate. The yeah. wheel guns were loud as shit. And it's funny because like, even though that's exactly what you hear on the TV or on YouTube or whatever, whatever, it literally sounds exactly the same. Yeah, it does. Like, the sound effect is exactly the it same. Is. I expected it to be slightly different in real life. I, I know what you mean, but they, the audio like, on TV these days is so clear, isn't it? Like, what you mm. see really is what you get. Yeah. And it's so cool. Um, Tendo Mac has seen, how do people in the stands, has said, how do people in the stands know what's going on? Obviously, if you're a new Formula One fan, you've never been to a race. It's a great question. Hard. Yeah, it is hard. It is quite hard. But it depends where you're sat, because there is a screen, and you can see screens around you so like don't worry about not actually being able to tell what's going on because there is screens like everywhere and then there's also a radio in english isn't it they read out like the lead the commentary does change so like the actual commentary though it won't be the commentary that's on tv it'll, it'll be like someone so it, at the it, stadium it was in spanish i also and think when we were in imolo it was obviously in italian yeah no but it was in english was it yeah it's in english but I also think it changes. In Barcelona, it was Spanish, though, wasn't it? I English. Remember? No, it was Spanish. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it changes like everywhere you go as well. But they do set up for the people in the crowds. Like you, you're not. They are aware that people in the crowds want to watch it. So there is screens in front of you. Like you might just have to bend your head a little bit because obviously the screens for thousands of people. And but they you, well, they play the team radio over the the speakers as well. But you just can't. It's hard to hear. If yeah, if, if everyone's cheering and that. Well, yeah, and the cars zipping past. But I tell you what, the atmosphere is worth it, isn't it? Oh, mad. Yeah. Because when they when you know they're coming around the corner in that, and you can see it on the screen, and you know they're coming around that corner, and then it's just. The thing is, though, my brain like gets split into two because you'll see these two cars. Like we were in the main grandstand at Barcelona, so on the main straight, and you see two cars chipping down the the straight, and one of them's got DRS and he's about to overtake. So my natural reaction is to just follow it with my head, and then like stand up and like look down the end of the road. But like while I'm looking down there, everyone's watching it like it up close on the screen, so they're already I, I can't even see down the road. Yeah. So everyone's going mad like they've just crashed, and I'm looking, think, what the fuck's happening? Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's cheering. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, it's on the screen. Yeah. It's kind of annoying, but still, it's better to have a screen. Yeah, no, there is screens there, so don't worry about that. You'll be able to understand what's going on, and you're going to absolutely love it. So let us know what F1 race you go to. It's going to be um, it's going to be a good one. Luke has said there's a rumor of a mid-season driver swap. Who do you think it could be? Latifi. Four. Oscar. Piastri. Yeah. If there's a mid-season driver swap, I'd say probably that as well. I think Oscar Piastri may step into the Williams. I think he's ready. Or... Or they may pull up one of the others that's Esteban been doing Ocon and Oli Caldwell. The other... That would be unreal. That would be sick, That would be it? unreal. Wouldn't that be sick? That would be absolutely unreal. And Ollie had an amazing race the other day, by the way. Let's shout out our boy Ollie Caldwell. A yes. great race. Shout out to Ollie. My dad was texting me as I was yeah, sat was. there, like saying, Go on, Ollie. And I'm like, I didn't know what was going on because we were busy, so busy filming yeah, and doing we were shit. Doing some other stuff. But he was like, I was like, What's going on with Ollie? He was like, Oh, I just did a few amazing overtakes. Unreal, it. man. Yeah. Unreal. Brian has said, Do you think Russell could have a chance at the championship this year? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think... Yep. I actually think that's fair. He's not far behind. Like, there was fifty. There was 40 points between Leclerc and Verstappen after Australia, and now they're level. And there's like 40, 50 points between Verstappen... No, less than that, between Verstappen and Russell. Think 40. So why can he not? The, the gap's <coughs> there was been a made huge, up once already. There was a huge gap between Hamilton and Verstappen last year. And he made it up. Yeah. And then he went ahead and then he caught up again. So it shows you it can happen. Yeah. Like a couple of good weeks in a row and a few DNFs. Like, for example, this weekend in Monaco, not only is it going to be a wet race, well, at the moment... Huh? Yeah. At the really? moment, it's set, I saw one website that said 80% chance of rain and one that said 60%. Man, that's, that's bad. But if Monaco's a wet race, anyone could be winning Monaco. <laughs> like, imagine that. I mean, we've never watched Monaco live and... We've had such mixed reactions to it, like, haven't we? Some people love it, some people hate it. Yeah, it's one of my favourite tracks for sure. Only because it's just historic. But I need—I'm going to I'm gonna check that fucking weather. It's going to be just interesting said. to see how it is with the new, with the new cars. We've never seen Monaco with these, so let's see. The worst part has got to be the spray and the visibility because because yeah. the track's so Monaco, small. Because there's, yeah. no, there's so you're right behind them, so all the spray is going to come straight up. And all the barriers and that—it must be must be insane. Katrina has said, how do you feel about the Ferrari result after this weekend? Mm, there's only obviously one way to feel about that. It's pretty sad, isn't it? What, what really devastated you the most? The, yeah, the Charles Leclerc going out because he was clearly going to win. Yeah, it was power, by the way. 100% confirmed. He was clearly, clearly going to win it and the car gave up. I think he was going to win it. Wouldn't say clearly. I would. Would you? It was like 10 seconds ahead. It was a lot of seconds ahead. 10 I don't think he would have won on that. I do. Because Pitts and that. I, I still think Verstappen would have won. And that was only like, what, 30 laps Actually, in? Actually, no. Maybe, maybe Verstappen wouldn't have won because Verstappen only won because Perez caught. I think, yeah. if There I was too much of a battle going on behind. Like, Leclerc was way ahead and there was, like, Verstappen, Perez and George all fighting, like, together. So. I think if, if Leclerc didn't DNF, I think Perez would have won. No, would have. If No, yeah. If Leclerc didn't DNF the only person that might be in was Perez but Perez had to give it back to Verstappen mm. I don't know maybe yeah Leclerc was far in front but I'm just I know looking Red Bull at... were having big issues with their um, tyre degradation in <laughs> Barcelona yeah mate I'm just looking at this weather here yeah it, it could be really really exciting yeah blazing hot sun on Saturday and rain on Sunday make sure you keep up to date with the Monaco weather because if there's rain that's going to be so exciting <laughs> God, I'm so ill. Frank has asked us, if we were F1 drivers, who would we pick on the current grid as our teammate? Uh, mm. Let's be realistic as well. If we were F1 drivers, we wouldn't be the best. So. I'd probably pick Alonso. Would you? Go yeah. for a little bit of experience. Yeah, I think, he, I think he'd be up for helping me out a little bit, giving me some tips. I'd pick Daniel Ricciardo. Just because oh, yeah? I think we'd have such a laugh. Yeah, like, that'd be funny. I can imagine if I went and crashed or something, it would come out and it'd just be like, what are you doing, mate? On <laughs> that was the worst Australian accent. <laughs> that was accent. really bloody <laughs> good. Do you know what? I actually think you replace Lando, put you in at McLaren, and Ricardo does a, a better season. What? Because I'd motivate him? Purely because of the of the friendship and the excitement. Yeah, that we'd you have would, a right laugh, you would, you would put him in a frame of mind and he'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to fucking... That's not even fucking Australian, bro. Pitch <laughs> that to McLaren immediately. Where's Lando going to go? Mercedes. Man. Now, yeah. Imagine we pitched that. I do that think he would do better. They were like, oh yeah, good idea. I do think he would do better. 
Riley has said how much have you boys spent on GPs so far? Well, obviously Barcelona was like a brand trip, so we were lucky enough to have like most expenses paid. We still managed to spend like one thousand three hundred pound clubbing in three days. Yeah. So that that's, that wasn't great. I, I checked my bank statement from Razmataz. That was like that's some big club in Barcelona. That was like all the spending money we it's took disgusting. out as well. So yeah, oh, and the fact that you wanted to go to the casino on the last night. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, true Barcelona star, my friend. Yeah, and then um, yeah, in Imola we spent quite a bit. To be fair, because we we paid for flights, hotels, everything, like car. Yeah, like thousands. But food. Uh, well, no. But yeah, yeah, it was quite a lot. So hopefully, you know, we want to spend all the money we make though. Like, obviously, the podcast does make a little bit of money. It's got ads on it, and we want to spend all of that money on going to the Grand Prix. Like, that's all this is going on. Well, that's that's yeah. I mean, that's where the money come from, wasn't it? The podcast, and yeah. we literally spent the podcast money on another race. Like we, yeah, everything we make will be well, going back in well, around the race. A race, drinks, and drinks, <laughs> many drinks, and drinks, and mainly, a lot of drinks, mainly drinks. <laughs> Oh, it's all mostly drinks. If we honest. hadn't, if we hadn't had that money, we wouldn't have gone because we, no, no, we, would, we would have, have known no that we'd have had no money to go. Yeah, fair. So, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just trying to back it up. <laughs> Alyssa has said, "What surprised you the most after your first two Grand Prix? Like, what's been the one thing you take away from these experiences?" And you're like, "Wow, I didn't know that about Grand Prix." I just think I'm, I'm surprised how quiet the cars are now. To be honest with you. Are you? Yeah. I haven't even thought about that, but then I didn't know how loud they were before. Ridiculous. Like, like you wouldn't want to be sat there without headphones on, really. Really? Is that why they still offer earplugs for some people? I was young, so I did have young ears, so maybe they were more sensitive, but like, man, no, they, they were, were loud. They were, do you remember when we went to Goodwood Day? They were definitely louder. Yeah. But, they, yeah, they just seem a lot quieter now. My biggest shock, and the one thing I didn't ever expect, but I've spoke about it before, but... A lot of people have said Formula One has got so much bigger and that's why the ones we've gone to have been so busy. But I just find it so cool you can have like fans of all the teams like walking around together and just like in stands opposite each other, like chanting to them from stands and like mm. everyone's just like there's like such a healthy rivalry between everyone that you can just have all the fans together. Right? In football you couldn't just have like Man United and Man City fans wandering around together. No, They'd just no, get no. into fights constantly. Yeah, no, you, we had there were so many uh, Verstappen fans there, all dressed in orange. There's just like such a healthy, nice sportsman rivalry between Formula One fans. Like it's so banterous and it's yeah. just that I think that's another reason we love being part of this space and why we feel like we can support all teams. The thing that I noticed was the cars physically looked, they looked faster in Imola, I thought, because, and, I, and I've been thinking about this a little bit, where we were on Imola, we were on a straight, the same as we were in Barcelona, but you could only see sort of like a select, because the straight bends around a little yeah, bit, right? Imola, did, so we yeah. could only see like a short part of the straight, and the track's narrower, so the cars look bigger. In Barcelona, the track is so wide, and it's a long straight that we could see pretty much from one end to the other, mm. pretty much. So the cars look smaller. They look slower in Barcelona because of that. Yeah. I remember sitting there thinking, like, why do they, well, where, why do they the, look so where slow? Where we were, the point they got to us, they were, they were nearer out of the corner, right? Where we were in Imola was, like, the end of the straight, wasn't it? Because even though there's, like, that bending round corner... Getting closer to it. If you remember that it, map, it's actually a really long straight. It was over halfway, bit. wasn't it? Yeah. I, I always say map. Circuit. <laughs> remember that circuit? because <laughs> we're so used to playing Call of Duty. Yeah, our biggest takeaway from Barcelona would probably be if you're from England or around Barcelona, would 100% recommend going to it because it's a great, great event where there's loads of 
places to go and places to walk around the track. Biggest top tip would probably be take a car or book a car because it's just so busy out there. There's obviously trains and that, but you don't want to wait around. Like maybe book a car. There's car parks. And the best thing, just a great fucking city. Yeah, and just, it's just a, an amazing, just city, an amazing city, man. Imola is like Imola's in the middle of nowhere. We didn't want to leave. Okay, me and Fab were actually thinking, uh, right? No joke. <laughs> we deliberately got to the airport a little bit late, thinking, you know what? If we miss our flight, who cares? Another day in Barcelona. We fancied another night in Barcelona. So we did everything really We got slowly. to the, the massive queue to check in and we were like, oh, what a shame. <laughs> and then like went outside, came back in, went to get drink, got some food. Really mellowed around. I actually, they weren't accepting my card in the shop downstairs. Do you know what, mate? Do you know what's crazy? On reflection, yeah? Yeah. Imagine, you know how we say we're spiritual and psychic and yeah. everything we believe in. Imagine, because we know that we think that the plane got hit by thunder. Lightning. Imagine like that was genuinely meant to be like our time to go, and if that's why we shouldn't have took the plane. But the only reason it didn't happen is because we were on the plane, because we we really were trying not to get on that plane. And then we I thought this plane was gonna bloody blow up. I mean, yeah. there's this massive bang and spark. What if that wasn't thunder? What if that was something blowing well, maybe up? We a, don't actually maybe know. in another dimension. That's what actually and that's happened what to I'm, us. That's what I'm saying, mate. Because the story didn't want to get on that plane. We did everything not to get on it. And then that happened. The craziest thing has ever happened to me on a plane. And I'm shit scared to fly now. Which actually, in the grand scheme of things, isn't very crazy. Because, like, planes, said it's planes can absorb it. But it, at the time, it was like... We're not even 100% sure wow. it was lightning. We just heard a massive pop and a massive bat. And then there was, like, a f- flash, wasn't there, like, on that side of the window. And I've just shit myself. I stared to Fab, like, fucking grabbing him. I looked to my left. There was this guy who looked like a fully grown man, looked like he was going to cry, staring at me. I was thinking, oh, my God. Yeah, his girlfriend. everyone was thinking the same thing. His girlfriend was, like, right? grabbing his arm. She was freaking out a bit. Everyone was thinking the same thing. You just hear, like, <laughs> like pop. Like a massive... It sounded a bit like someone had opened the door. It sounded like... It sounded like someone had just hit, like, a, like, a, like a, something made out of metal with a sledgehammer. Like bang, yeah, and or a like, massive flash come from it. Or like when you like sl- when you just slam a metal door or something. It didn't make sense, right? Because I said to you, like, was that a drone or like was there something in the sky that would hit? Because you have to have hit something to make that sound. So it was either it was either thunder or lightning. I mean, I thought or it was a bird strike. Like At first, I thought it was a bird strike. I thought bird I don't in think the you'd engine. Even hear a bird like that though. Not like that. No, but the the, whole... en- the engine would probably go bang. Oh, and then set on fire. Well, a plane can still fly with one engine. And the, as soon can as it? that happened, can the it? air stewards, yes. Just go around in circles, wouldn't it? No, it can fly with one, en- one engine, especially on a decline, I'm pretty sure, because they don't even use the engines on the way down. They just push. They, through, do, through they, do, they do a like little a paper bit. paper airplane. Fucking quote. Don't quote, don't quote me on Fact that. Check don't that. quote me on that. I'm not, I'm not the best airplane driver. But no, yeah, I just think... I want to know what it was, but as soon as that did happen, the air stewardesses started doing some weird shit because they made that announcement. They were like... Um, Please, then some guy come up and made sure there was nothing at anyone's feet. And this is before we landed. And I thought that was weird. Like, I know they do it before you land. But, but did they did say something really over early. the... Because I have my yeah, headphones on. he did. On. He did. He said, ladies and gentlemen, can you all please put your seatbelts back on? And then they gave, a, they gave like an evacu- evacuation warning. They were like, in, they were like if what? in need of evacuation, please don't... Please leave everything on board or something. And the woman behind me went, why are they talking about an evacuation? And that made me think, what if... What, mid-flight after that bang? Did you not hear this? No, I have my headphones back on. Mate, I swear that happened. And the woman behind me was like, Evac-. this is why I'm saying it's so mad. And the woman behind me was saying, evacuation. And everyone was shit themselves. And then that, and then the person come up the cabin and started checking that no one had anything at their feet. So, And then he asked loads of people to put their stuff up, even though we weren't landing I yet. just put my headphones back on and carried on listening to yes, Mac DeMarco. Well, I, I just... 
tried to fall asleep again because I just knew there was nothing I could oh do. Oh my god! But mate, if, if I'd have did... heard that, yeah, I'd have been, I'd have been reaching <laughs> for like a fucking grabbing you. I'd been reaching for a blanket, tying it up, jumping up the thing, and using it as a parachute. There is no way <laughs> I would be staying but on that flight if, if I'd have heard come that. Down with one... What if we did come down with one engine? What if that's actually what happened? I don't know. Then you and me, are lucky to through be our spiritualness, managed to save that fucking flight. Well bro. done, mate. High five. Well, either way, we're lucky to Out be here. saving lives. We're lucky to be here. Lucky we're going to the Formula One. Let's finish today's podcast with the um, predictions for the Monaco Grand Prix. Let's go. We didn't actually say ours for last week. Gutted about it because we made great predictions. I got first and third right, and you got first. You got third right, so it was a shame. <coughs> but for Monaco, what's your top three? Top three. In third? Yep. Max Verstappen. Okay, second. Lewis Hamilton. Nice, first. Leclerc. Nice, I like it. I, I like kind of have to go in there. I have to go Leclerc first. Big do you know moves. what? Before this, I was thinking Hamilton first. Yeah, do you know what? Before I did mine, I was thinking Hamilton's Hamilton going to be on the podium, but mm. then I rethought it. I've gone Leclerc first because I said Leclerc's going to win Monaco this season. I stand by it. Great. I've gone Russell second. All I right. do think Hamilton will be right there this week. But I still think Russell's a bit quicker. And I've gone... Well, actually, no. Hamilton was the quickest driver on the grid. Didn't get a fastest lap, but I think something. He was the quickest driver on the grid. And I've gone Perez third. So Leclerc, Russell, Perez. No Verstappen. No Verstappen. I, I genuinely think Verstappen's going to DNF this Crash, week. yeah. I think Verstappen like, is such a great driver, but I just think... I don't know whether he's going to like go for an overtake or something on such a tight track. And if it rains, anything can... If it rains, my predictions would be completely different. Yeah. Why don't we do it if Shit. it rains? If it's wet. If it's wet, I think Daniel Ricciardo wins the race. Yeah, no, if it's wet, I think Lewis Hamilton wins the race. Okay, let's just put that out there then. Yeah. If Daniel Ricciardo wins in the rain now, this would be the greatest, <laughs> the greatest clip ever. Or Alonso. I just want Danny Rick to win now. I was actually really desperate to see him in Barcelona. He's the one driver I'd go straight over to. I think Alonso wins it, to be honest. All right, Fernando Alonso. Well, there we have it. Thank you very much for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. If you haven't already, please do hit the follow button, rate it five stars. Our next episode will be on Monday morning, Sunday at midnight, straight after the Monaco Grand Prix, where we give you our race review. We've got some guests lined up. We've got loads of cool stuff going on. Straight after filming this, we're going on another podcast. So excited for that. But yeah, thank you very much for joining us on the Barcelona journey. Let's go. It's been a great weekend, hasn't it? It has been nuts. Hopefully it's, we can see some more of you guys at some other Grand Prix. It's going to be a crazy year, guys. So strap in. Yeah, strap in. Send us a message on Instagram at Pitstop what Grand Prix you're going to and hopefully we see you there. We'll let you know whenever we're going. So. Strap in and strap on. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> see you guys on Sunday night, Monday morning. Goodbye. Strap it. Yeah, bop it. Not this again. Flip it. Pill it. Strap it. Twist it. Strap it. Powered by Spirit Studios.